everyone and welcome to Let's Plan a Wedding. I'm Mandy. And I'm Dave. And today we're going to be talking about save the dates and invitations. Yay! Everybody's favorite part of uh, wedding planning where uh, you have to basically uh, track down uh, the the physical addresses of everyone you've ever met uh, and... At least in the here in the twenty first century, that's a it's a little harder because uh, uh, we don't really correspond by mail with uh, a lot of these people. And I think I honestly had a lot more addresses for my people than you did for yours. Oh yeah, but no, it was just that thing of like I'm sure in a in an earlier era, you know, it wasn't such a big deal because you probably had an address book with you know everybody's address and phone number in it but you know these days I've, I've got all the people I know plugged into my phone so I've got their phone numbers there and really except for Christmas cards um, you know we really don't send a lot of you know snail mail out to uh, some of our closest friends and family so uh, aside from christmas cards i can't think of anything that we send via mail well except for maybe some of the people that live out of state like we'll mail gifts or something like like that well you know christmas gifts to my mom and stuff like that but um yeah really that, that 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 to me was the the biggest challenge was having to to either via text or, or Facebook hit up uh, each person uh, kind of saying, hey, what's your address? Got to save the date uh, to send out. And, and replicating that across, you know, 20, 30 people. But uh, now I know, like, your mom has asked, uh, or she's at least asked me several times why we even bother sending the save the date. I think that it's a newer kind of thing because I also had one of the ladies that I work with, her son is getting married, and she actually came to me not too long ago and said, hey, what's the save the date and what's the proper time to send that out? Mm. So apparently this is something that, you know, I don't think a lot of the older people did for their weddings in particular. Like, I would not be surprised if my mom and aunt's did not actually, it wasn't a thing that Mm. they didn't send out a save the date. Well, and I get the impression, and maybe this is being unfair, that the the save the date was something that that was concocted by um, some sort of conspiracy between uh, the, the greeting card industry, the greeting card industrial complex, and uh, really excited prospective brides who had gotten engaged but didn't yet have a venue uh, or lockdown or, or all the information you would need to send out an actual invitation. And so they were influenced to, hey, why send out one round of invites with the, the cost of that when you can send out two? I think, too, maybe the photography industry may have had something oh, to do with this. See? This is, this is why you listen to this podcast, folks. we got a lot of hot takes going on here. But, uh, see, I don't know. Like, 
you know, every time your mom's asked me that, I, I kind of give a, a, a half-hearted uh, defense of the save the date. Because there is a level on which I will say it makes sense to me. In that, like, if we're sending out the invite, what was, we had just kind of gone over this. What was the rule for that? I believe it was like four months prior to when we needed the headcount back. Yeah. And, and, and really the, the invite being mainly for us in that, you know, getting information back from the people we're inviting as far as, far as meals and, and whether or not they can come. But four months uh, is not always enough time to uh, ensure that people will have that particular weekend clear. Well, I think in a more modern setting, you know, people are just in general busier. Mm. And you have people more spread out, I think, than they used to be. So, like, we've... And you have people, in our case, you know, some of these people are military. So... Well, you know, potentially coming internationally to get here. And so, yeah, that's why I I know, uh, even though I, I acknowledge some of the silliness of the save the date that your mom talks about like she's not wrong but um i I, you know i i do see the sense in it in that it's something we can now send out because what we just sent ours out maybe two weeks ago two three weeks ago and um you know that's giving all of our guests a, a solid 10 months notice well we're in february so it'd be like an eight month notice Okay, God, is my math really that? I will edit. I think you... we'll, edit, we'll edit this out to make me look like I can do math in my head better. No, uh, we won't. So an eight month notice. <laughs> yeah, make a note, cut it right there. Um, but yeah, no. So you know, give some a, a solid eight months. So you know, if 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 you need for our guests, if they need to make travel arrangements, if they need to. Um, Really, in some cases, if they need to take vacation days, because depending on where you work, some people have to lock in their vacation days in January. Well, in my old work, that was quite a necessity. It was a big company. I mean, we're talking 200 plus people, not entirely all in my department, but it was a priority to get the days you needed in quickly because otherwise you were looking at possible blackouts. Yep. And so... You know, whereas yeah, it, it's it, it's a double invitation. I I think there's there is some legitimate value to the save the date. Just to, again, being able to give that far out of a heads up, uh, being able to to send out something that that people can put up on their refrigerator and remember. Hey, we got something coming up on this day. Uh, and, and again, it gives them the, the ability to lock in any vacation time they might have to, to take, like I said, any travel plans they may need to make. Um, and, you know, it helps us, you know, we've already had uh, where some of the people uh, we sent Save the Dates to ha- already had, ironically, a different wedding schedule. It is a very big year for weddings. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think it's always a big year. I don't. I disagree, though, because I know so many people getting married well, this year. Well, I think it's a big year for weddings of people we know. 
Because again, I, that's I, fair. I, I think every year is a, is a chock-a-block filled with weddings. Probably in general, but I'm saying mm. for people we know. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, how many weddings? We didn't go to any weddings last year no. at all. Nope. And we have three people I know that I can think of right now that are getting married. Three weddings we're attending, maybe four or five uh, that we know of. Right. So, yeah, no, it's, there's, uh, I guess, I don't know if we picked a good year or a bad year to get married. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, the save the date, uh, yeah, even, even going out, you know, eight months, uh, early, um, you know, still, we've had people who have already had that, that same weekend reserved for something else. So, I mean, I think I think overall, I think the save the date's a good idea. You know, you don't want to do do it too elaborate. You know, it can be a pretty simple thing. We'll talk about, it, I'm sure, in a minute. Well, in fact, you know what? While we're on it, we'll talk about our save the date. Um, so yeah, because because it's really just it's the equivalent of a reminder post it. Um, you know, you obviously want it to look nice and, you know, stand out, but, you know, you don't need the kind of, like, uh, engraved lettering or whatnot that you, you're going to want out of the invitation. And I think it was definitely, it's a less formal thing mm. than the original invitation. Like, oh, yeah. our invitation doesn't have our full names on it. It's... You mean our save the day? I, yes, I'm sorry. Our save the date doesn't have our legal full names on it. Where yeah. I, our invitations will they'll be to the formal. Our uh, our cat Vice is uh, weighing in here. She does love podcast time. I, I she she really just likes to to take this as an opportunity to uh, walk right up on the microphone and uh, smell it. So uh, if you hear any noise in the background, that's what that is. But yeah, no, so for our save the dates, I mean, we did, we had an opportunity to get save the dates made through our photographer. We did. The package that we bought is one of the bonus things included, I believe it was 75 photographic save the dates. Yeah. But we had already had a concept in mind of what we wanted. Yeah. And... and you know the photographs are nice, uh, but they were. It was supposed to be uh, come out of an engagement photo session. Well, I believe we could have submitted our own picture. Yeah, okay. there was a clause that we could have submitted our own picture as long as it wasn't trademarked by another photographer. Okay, because then they would have needed consent from the other photographer to use their work. And and like they showed us a few mock-ups of of what they typically do, and they're. They're fine. They, they weren't just, bad. They were, they were basic. Yeah. They were very basic and very the norm of what you would see for Save the Dates. And there were, they were basically like a shutter, Shutterfly or an e-card or anything like that. A standard format in which you'd plug your photo and it would print out. This. Well, and, and, you know, really, on a save the date, the only real information you need is the date and, you know, probably the location. Some people just even do the date. Yeah, I mean, really, I guess you don't... 
I, I know I wanted to put in the location one because it tied into the design of our save the date and, and two because again for people who are going to have to travel in I wanted to give them that immediate heads up of okay guys this is taking place in Chicago so you know make your travel arrangements now well we already had our venue too so I don't think yeah. it hurt anything to put it on there oh you, do you think are there people out there who send out who set the date and send out the save the date without locking in their venue I think it depends on the situation mm-hmm. like if you're having a backyard kind of wedding or yeah. something like that well but the, they're you've already locked in your venue there that's like, true I mean there might be and if anybody out there did that <clears throat> uh, be sure to uh, join us on the Facebook page and tell us how that worked because I'd be, you know, uh, yeah, you can pick a date, but as we covered in our, our venues episode, like, you know, those venues fill up fast and and you may decide you want a, a May 21st wedding, but, um you know, you if if you send out the save the date with that date on it and then go look at venues, I think you're gonna wind up being very disappointed. I think there's ways it can work, but it's just depending on mm. what you're looking for and how set you are on the date. But mm. I would assume most people would know their venue before they're sending out yeah, the save the date. I don't think I would have sent out save the dates if we didn't have a venue yet. Um just because again you wanna give them you know, if, if, if we were uh, open to a broader range of possibilities for uh, venues and, and didn't, didn't really care about location as much, where, like, you know, maybe our wedding is going to be in downtown Chicago, maybe it's going to be in, uh, you know, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh I, yeah, if, if we were still on the fence about that, I wouldn't send out save the dates because, you know, that's going to change the airport people would fly into. That's going to majorly change travel planning. And, and at least for me, one of the reasons save the dates make sense is that you can get out really those two key pieces of information, what the date is and what the location is. So at least it puts the pin in people's minds of, okay, I need to be ready to get to Chicago in, you know, on this date. I think you would be surprised to find how many save the dates do not actually include a venue. They I, just have I, the I mean, you know, yeah, I can't recall of the save the dates I've ever received. I, I don't really remember how many of them actually had a location on it. But, so anyway, I, I, I guess then... You know, and an yet another hot take. Put the venue on, or put the location at least. The if not the venue, the the general metropolitan area that it's taking place in. Um, at least to me, that makes sense because again, you're you're doing you're giving people that heads up of not only this date, but oh by the way, you might have to buy a plane ticket. Well, I think in our case, it made sense because we had we have a decent amount of people traveling. Yeah. Well, in, and like, like you said, we already had the venue, so... Right, we had it, why, so... Why not why tell not? them where? You know, it's not uh, classified or anything, so... But, 
Yeah, so uh, the the design we came up with. Um, I'm a big fan of the the artwork uh, and uh, architectural design from the uh, Chicago World's Fair. And that also ties into the wedding venue of the Congress, which, you know, was there for the Chicago World's Fair in uh, 1893. And so one of the uh, famous posters advertising that World's Fair, uh, we took and, and modified the, uh, the uh, wording on it. To, instead of World's Fair, it says save the date. And instead of, you know, a century of progress, it says the, the wedding of uh, Amanda or Mandy, Mandy Kowalski and Dave Yost. And, and so it was cute, you know, it did some very basic, uh, photo editing to make the, the new text kind of blend in with the, the old picture. Well, and, I think in our case, basically we had the concept we wanted. We yeah. knew we wanted to incorporate the world's fair poster into our save the date we were just sort of unsure on how to accomplish that goal. Yeah. So instead of going through an actual printer, we worked it up and modified it to where we basically did it ourselves, which worked out to be a huge advantage in price. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, I, th- I think it's that thing that if you're, if you're planning your wedding, you should keep in mind that you're going to shell out money for the invites you're going to shell out money for the save the dates if if you need to pick like again if you've got all the money in the world then by all means make both of them ultra you know fancy uh, endeavors but i'd say if you've got to pick you shift most of your effort and and, and money into the invites because that's really the the thing people are gonna like for the few people that are going to like save this wedding invitation, basically, what you, your mom, and my mom, maybe Nikki, maybe Nikki. Hey, Nikki, uh, this is uh, probably your by this point either your second or third shout out on the podcast. We love you. Um, but yeah, no, so like, uh, you know, the the handful of people that are going to keep that, they're going to keep the invite because that's the. That's the fancier one. Uh, with the save the date, like I say, we wanted ours to look nice, but didn't necessarily need to go through a full, you know, printing process with elaborate uh, folds and cutouts or anything like that. We did ours really just as a postcard, two-sided. The World's Fair, modified World's Fair image on the back, or on the front, and then on the back it was a, a nice picture of the two of us with a little message just kind of saying, you know, we're getting married, hope to see you there, Dave and Mandy. And the picture of us was from the Gold Ballroom, so that was kind of a nice tie-in. Yep. It was from a New Year's Eve party we attended, so I think it worked out pretty well, tied everything sort of together. But I also feel that a lot of people are surprised to find out how much print work actually costs. Oh, yeah. I think I was at an advantage for that, being I did work at a printer for Mm -hmm. many, many years and knew how pricey printed items can be, depending on what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So, and that also, I think, gave me a little bit of helpful knowledge on the do-it-yourself project. 
Well, and I know you've already, uh, on several occasions, asked me, um, using a lot of jargon, about what kind of printing I would prefer, and I think you're getting used to that blank stare from me, which basically says, like, I understood maybe half the words in that sentence. You tell me. Sometimes I forget that normal people don't Mm. understand there's different types Mm. of paper and what that means and textures and print types. I think it was just second nature because I was around it for, I was submerged in it for so many years that, but like I said, I think it worked to our advantage in that I have a decent amount of knowledge. Even when we were talking about the invitations to the woman that we met at the bridal expo we went to, when she was trying to sell us our invitations and I was like, so what is this and does imprinting come with this and what kind of paper is this on what stock is this oh no I think you freaked her out (laughs) I think I did a little she was like oh I'm gonna be able to just throw out some jargon uh, hypnotize these people with with how technical it sounds and they'll just cut me a check and uh, that was not the case Mandy's like you know I need to know the specs on the card pearlescent stock shutterfly you're, zip, you're saying words that don't make sense zip zobbin you know whatever uh, and, but and I, this, this lady had she had a genuine look of fear in her eyes I don't think she liked that I called her out for charging for imprinting either which imprinting is when you address the envelopes basically mm-hmm. you provide them with a spreadsheet and they transfer them on printed onto envelopes which with a lot of higher quality printers that's included or there's a nominal charge she kind of made it seem like this was something super fancy it's a big and deal special big deal they're gonna, they're gonna have to well and and at least as you explained it to me like this is one of those things where basically you just provide them with an excel spreadsheet with the the names and addresses for the the addressing of the envelopes and they just put it like they just print it right like it's not they imprint it onto envelopes yeah it's not that complicated of a process. i mean you've seen me do it with yeah. labels yeah and such like that if we had a different kind of printer i could easily do it with envelopes too mm-hmm. but and, and yeah i think it took you a couple minutes yeah it's not hard to do so when this lady was trying to charge me $75 for imprinting I was like hmm so so imprinting seems like it's basically the undercoating of the the uh, card and uh, invitation world it's a thing that they they try to sell you uh, but uh, nobody quite or you know it's not nearly as as big of a deal as as well I've actually encountered a couple girls that were just thought that this was the greatest thing in the world. Mm. They were like, oh, they can do all my envelopes. Like, they thought thought that they were going to have to handwrite all their envelopes. Okay. And, you know, discovered that this is... But again, when you're not used to something like that oh, or when it's not... Well, and I know we had talked about that, too, of, of whether or not we wanted to go through the... And, and we're, we're jumping around a little bit, folks, sorry. But... Uh, yeah, whether we wanted to go through the whole process of uh, of imprinting, 
especially if we're doing it as a DIY kind of thing for the official invitations. But I think where we landed, and I think it makes sense, is, is to really keep in mind, nobody cares about the envelope the invitation comes in. Well, being that we're still a little bit uncertain as to, I think we're leaning towards do-it-yourself invitations mm. since we did have such a good run with the Save the Dates. And we've we've gotten a good line on the a place to get the do-it-yourself supplies for the types of invitations we want. So I think that if we're doing it ourselves, we may be leaning towards labels just because otherwise with a home printer, you're going to have to hand feed mm. every envelope into it, which isn't the end of the world for, let's say... I don't know, what do we have, about 75 invites? Yeah, thereabouts. So I think, no, I think 70. So it's not the end of the world to have you stand at the printer and feed the envelopes while I... We could do it in an afternoon. We could. We could get it done. But at that same token, I can also run off a label in an entire sheet in two minutes. Well, and, and like you say, for the, the people that are... are going to retain these invitations as a keepsake, the the few that are. They're not going to keep the envelope. No, the envelope is... Nobody cares about the envelope. It's you know, you're paying potentially uh, significantly more money to have a really fancy envelope with you know, fancy imprinting on it and, and texturing and all that stuff for something that Universally, everyone who receives it is going to throw in the garbage. So, you know, it's not to say it can look, you know, you, you can just do it slapdash. You still want it to look nice. But, like, you know, again, coming down to that, hey, let's decide where to put our the bulk of our money that, that is dedicated towards invitations. If, you, if we're deciding between um, shifting money... Uh, to the envelopes versus shifting money towards the invitations themselves, I'd always go invitations. Well, in all honesty, if we're getting it done through a printer and they tell me that they can't do that or that it's an extra charge to do that, I'll probably laugh at them and walk mm. away. Mm. So that's probably going to be a thing. Yeah. Bolo for that. But uh, so getting back to our, our save the dates. Yeah, so we, we sent those out, uh, again, early February. Uh, February. Gotta keep mispronouncing that the name of that month. There's there is a second R in there, um, but yeah. So you give everybody the heads up. Pretty happy with them because yeah, really we just we created those those two images for the front and the back. Uh, took it down to a uh, either an Office Max or an Office Depot. I honestly I don't believe remember. it was an Office Depot, and I was a little nervous about it because, again, being a bit of a printing snob, <laughs> Office Depot and Staples, you know, we we kind of laughed at them a lot. Of, oh look, they're gonna do printing. That's cute. And and but for you know again small scale, we only needed seventy of these. Right. So you know it's. Uh, I will say their print quality came out fine. Yeah. I do think that it helped that we did all the filters and the touch-up and everything on our end. Mm -hmm. So basically we brought them an, an image that was already ready to go. Which I think, again, if you're gonna if you're out there planning your own wedding and, and you, you like the idea of the way we're, we did ours, yeah, you have to bring them a finished product. 
you you don't want like the people working in the print section of of these office supply stores their their job as they're trained in it is working the machine to print basically inputting the whatever your image is making sure they're using the right paper and uh, you know printing at the right aspect ratio and then printing it and possibly cutting it that's what they're trained in they're not trained in graphic design i was just gonna say well their print work isn't there that's not the store's bread and butter yeah, they're an office really supply is. store and they can do print work yeah and when you're looking for something simple like flyers or you know something you're making in mass production and you don't really care about graphic quality so much mm -hmm. it's great it's easy to do it's quick usually relatively cheap but for our save the dates i was concerned at them coming out at a shoddy print quality yeah. i i didn't want that i was a little nervous about that but like i said because we sat down and we applied our own filters we did our own graphic design to an extent we took the photo and we made it look a little bit aged so we gave it a little bit of a green and a black and white mm -hmm. tone and all that stuff so we did that based off the programs that we had based off the knowledge that i had and then just said here print this all, exactly like it is all you have to do is print this and, and again that's that's not a knock on the the folks at the print centers at these stores like you say that graphic design just is not their job Sorry, folks, we're being hit by one of those Midwestern winter thunderstorms. Yeah, wow, that was, that's, that's intense. Um, um, unfortunately, it has terrified my dog, <laughs> so sorry about that. They're, they're going to be yapping for a minute. Uh, tell you what, let's uh, calm them down and take a little break. Okay, folks, we're back. Uh, yeah, uh, we, Sorry about we, we, that. we may be experiencing some thunder snow. Uh, it's something that happens here in the Midwest. If you're uh, one of our listeners uh, from warmer climates, uh, this is probably the reason you live in a warmer climate. But uh, so yeah, like I say, if you're if you're gonna do if if you're gonna go the office supply store printing route, I yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. You need to bring them a finished product. You need to bring them exactly what you want don't count on them to to be able to clean up your image or design it or size it or anything like that like they can and maybe maybe you've got a, an employee there who's really savvy at that but again that's not really their job their job is to print it and print so, it and cut it yeah and again not i mean they did a fine job they did. but the first draft that they ran off to me, I it was cut improperly. Making well, and that'd be the second piece of advice is make sure you check. Um, again, I, I, I don't know if it was the, the, the girl uh, that was doing our job for it or the, the print job for us. If the, the what, what was that cutter called? It's like a die cut machine. Uh, yeah, if, if the die, if you should just put it into the die cut slightly off or something like that. It, it looked like an older machine too so yeah. it might just be a little bit finicky and so the first uh, run of the save the dates we got the image was a little like cocked to the left and and wound up getting cut uh, off center 
and so to their credit we pointed it out and the 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 girl was incredibly apologetic and she's like yeah i'll just run another she took them she destroyed them she ran us a new batch i think she was a little more conscious of either the machine needing fine-tuning or making sure she set them in there at an exact precise way but they did completely redo it for us no charge but i would definitely suggest because i think you were kind of just ready to Grab them and go. Front one looked nice, so yeah, the one on uh, yeah the one on top looked nice. I kind of flipped through. I'm like, okay, let's let's, let's get going. And and thankfully, uh, you checked, and after you find like two that were cockeyed, uh, I know I picked. I we split it in half, and each of us went through and started pulling out the ones that that weren't right. Uh, and again, let me say they they you know uh, the the. A girl working there at the print center was like, oh, I'm very sorry. Ran us another one. Cut it. They were perfect this time. Um, oh, another piece of, of advice is when you're, when you're buy, if you're doing DIY and you're uh, buying, when it comes time to buy the envelopes, uh, bring the, uh, your actual save the date into the store and see if it fits inside the envelope. Because we had... Some sort of major mix-up as far as the sizing of things. Well, I think she had told us at one point that they were of one size. I think that she had said they were three by five, but they were really four by six. No, she had said they were four by six at first. Then she said they were five by seven. That's right. That's right. That's right. But uh, then they ended up being at an in-between size. Yeah. And the envelopes that we were going to buy were too big. Yep. Then the ones that I thought would fit were too small. So I don't know what size it actually came out to be, but we did find... It, it was... Because uh, I've now learned far more about envelope sizes than I ever wanted to. Uh, but I think we, we wound up with an A3? It sounds about I, I right. think it's, it, it, it's, it's an envelope for a 4x6 piece of paper. Because it's like four and a half by six and three quarters or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, just a, a handy tip on that. Your envelope sizes will run a quarter to a half inch larger you than know, your piece. They have so to. that your piece fits inside it. So keep that in mind mm-hmm. if you're doing a do it yourself. And we kind of splurged on the envelopes a little bit, which I think was more you than me, but I'm glad we did because it looked I, really nice honestly, when we were done. it wound up costing us, I think, maybe 10 bucks more. So we went with a foil-lined envelope, which was gold foil on the inside, which tied in the colors of the poster really well. Mm-hmm. So, And I've gotten quite a few compliments on the Save the Date itself, I think because it's sort of a unique... Oh, yeah. Kind of concept. A lot of people, I've seen them on a lot of people's refrigerators at this point. Mm-hmm. No, they're, so they're, I'm very happy with how they came out. They're nice looking. I'm, I'm happy with, with what we wound up uh, wound up doing. And and really, not to brag, but I, I mean, we had worked, we had kind of spitballed the design and played around with the picture a little bit prior to, but really, we went from locking in what we want the image what we want the images on each side to look like to uh stuffing the envelopes and addressing and and you know putting postage on we got it done in an afternoon and an evening 
Like, yeah. We, we started around lunch and, you know, finished up the image, took it to the, the printer, had him print it, went and picked up envelopes, came home, uh, spit out address labels, return address labels, and then just sat like watching TV and stuffing envelopes. And I was able to put them in the mail the next day. Yeah, you went and got postage and then yeah. posted them and mailed them. And I would say, all in all, it was un- in under 24 hours. And so, I, I guess, I, I really, I say that less as, uh, hey, look how efficiently we got that done. And more as, like, really, that's that's about the right amount of time to put into it. Is, is you can get it done in about a day. And a lot of Save the Dates are also done as straight postcards, mm-hmm. which would give you a lesser charge for postage. I know you were not comfortable with that. Yeah, I, you know, I just really, I like, neat idea and everything, but I didn't want that information just exposed to just anybody who happens to come across the thing. I know that is probably weird because we do a podcast where we're telling people about our wedding. But, yeah, I just, I, I preferred the idea of having it in an envelope. I actually preferred the envelope, too, and it wasn't so much for people seeing it, but as it being damaged in the mail. Yep. Because when your mail's exposed like that, I mean, think of some of the advertisements of postcards that you do get, and there's you know, water damage or big scratches mm-hmm. from just being handled. And that can happen. That's why it's a cheaper rate. Yeah. It's less protected. So, again, something to consider. You know, you do get a lesser rate of postage if that's something that matters to you because you can send it out under the postage, postcard rate. However, it is a little bit more exposed. So if it's something that's glossy or a picture of you, you may end up with one or two people getting you know, a big postage mark through your face. Yeah. But, you know, again, depending on depending on what you're going for, maybe that work maybe the postcard one works for you. So it, I think it yeah, that depends on the couple, depends on the wedding. But I was happy with the envelopes and yeah, you know, like I say, for the foil ones, not only it cost nominally more, but the the big advantage was uh, for the kind of standard envelopes. We were going to have to buy uh, a quantity of a hundred when we only needed seventy. For the foil ones, we were able to buy them in packs of twenty five, so we only wound up with five extra, where we would have had thirty extra had we gotten just the regular envelopes. Right, and then we probably would have been looking at trying to do our invitations same size yeah. so that it could all fit in the envelope that we already had. But then we'd have to buy more envelopes, and we'd still, we're, we're still, we'd still wind up with, like, 40 extra envelopes that we're never going to use for anything. Well, we might have used them for thank you cards. Right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, so then uh, moving on to the invitation. Now, we have not locked in our invites yet so this is this is a developing story on let's plan a wedding we've looked at a couple concepts i know the first place we looked at for what they had it was very nice but it was also very expensive yeah the the lady at the bridal expo it was again very nice design one of these things that i guess is is more common than i was aware of um i guess i just don't get invited to enough weddings but where the the invitation is is, I guess uh, how it's, best to describe it's that? a small pocket folder. Small pocket. There you go, and you open it up, and and the main piece of it is the the 
actual invitation itself, you know, you're cordially invited to. And then on, on part of one of the parts that folds out, there's three little pockets that you can slip in the RSVP card, uh, you know, hotel information and, you know, other, uh, you know, like, you know, your, your meal card, stuff like that. I thought it was really cool. But yeah, for 70, uh, the, the lady at the bridal expo quoted us around $400. It was $400. Yes. Which seemed a little pricey. So thanks to, uh, our friend Jackie, uh, who's now getting her second mention on the podcast. Hi, Jackie. Uh, she clued us into uh, this website uh, that is is got all the supplies to do it yourself. Because I guess she did hers herself as like she a, did. a DIY craft project. And I will put the full website in the show notes for now. I think it was something as simple as DIYinvites.com. It's really a great website. So if you're looking for a do-it-yourself project for basically any type of invite, they sell pretty much everything. You can get kits, and it's reasonably priced. So that I think if we end up with a do-it-yourself project. Oh, and it, it is cardsandpockets.com uh, is the name of the site. Great site. Um, and, yeah, I think right now we're, we're, we're leaning generally towards doing it, doing it ourselves because we'd gone through and added up the costs of getting all the individual components and then printing that out, and it wound up. We were somewhere like around a hundred and twenty dollars. I believe it was close, somewhere between a hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty. Which, so, comparatively to what we're getting quoted at already existing printers, yeah, it's much less than we would be looking at for print cost. And I know we didn't really budget a lot for print cost. I mean, you know, it, it was one of those things where you know, if that if that was what it cost, then you know, so be it. We can make that work. But yeah, I know we had, we had talked after after coming back from that bridal expo that like four hundred seemed like a lot, but we didn't really know how much a th- this is supposed to cost, and and that's that's another I guess good piece of general advice, not just for wedding planning, but for anything is if you get a price quote do some research on it and and see what what the general price is and and yeah i uh, our consensus after that was that okay if if we look into this and to, and to buy all the individual pieces and then put them together if if it was going to wind up to to do it as a DIY if it was going to wind up at like $375 i'd say screw it and just paid the extra $25 to have somebody do it for us. Uh, but if there was going to be a significant cost savings to do it to do it as a DIY, then, you know, we kind of, it, it, it would behoove us to, since uh, for some reason Mandy isn't made out of money. I blame her for that. Yeah, I wish. Uh, but... And so, yeah, when we did that, when we added up the cost and it came out to like 120 it's you know hard that that gap is pretty significant well i honestly wasn't surprised by that 
again, being that I knew the industry, mm-hmm. I knew right from the start that it was going to be way cheaper to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that I had started into this with the mindset of, I want to do my own save the dates and invitations. Well, and it's kind of nice. You know, knowing that you physically put these together and stuff like that. And it's a nice, fun project. Yeah. And, well, and honestly, it, it, to, to me, and again, we'll give you an update episode after we do them, but, you know, it's the kind of thing we'll, we'll print off the each piece of it, and then we'll get the, the, the would you, uh, pocket, folder. pocket folder envelopes, and, you know, we'll throw on a movie. And sit there and, you know, glue the the invites into the pocket folders, insert each of the little cards, uh, fold them up, envelope, you know, stuff the envelope and, and address them. And, you know, we'll probably get that done over the course of maybe an evening or two. Uh, but, you know, like I say, we'll, we'll give you an update. <laughs> so we do have a basic invitation concept. Mm-hmm. And... We have some months before we actually have to es- execute that. Yeah, because with the invites, I, you know, I know we had had the conversation where I was like, well, you know, why not send out the invites six months prior? <laughs> like, we've got all the information. We, we, we can put them together. Why not send them out? But I think you're right is that you don't want to send them too early. But you really don't want to send them too late. And so you kind of got to find this sweet spot in the calendar where you're going to give people enough time to RSVP, but it's close enough to the event that like people aren't going to RSVP and then forget about it. Right. And that's a concern when you send them out too early is they get put somewhere and then they slip people's minds. And... Oh, I got months to respond right. to that. I'll just... And, and, again, I'm sure another update we'll give as we get closer to the wedding is the frustration that everyone talks about of getting people to actually RSVP uh, and to fill out their RSVP cards properly and, and things like that. So that, that should be a fun experience. Uh, yeah, updates to follow on that. But, uh, yeah, so... At least, that, as far as the invitations go, that's kind of where we're at right now. We're probably not going to really... I mean, I guess we could just do them and, and have them ready to, to go, but we're not looking to send them out until... Is it late May? June? I think... I honestly don't remember. We have we have picked a date. Hold on, I got my calendar right here. Oh, invites go out late July. Uh, so, you know, that'll give everybody, should give them enough time to, to respond and everything like that. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works out. Well, overall, like I said, I think that our Save the Dates went really well. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's no reason we shouldn't look into, again, doing it ourselves and yeah, I, making I'm, it happen. Honestly, it, it's not, in the grand scheme of things, It, it it's a... Yeah, you got to take the time to go down and get everything printed. We're going to have to do the design work because, again, if we're just getting them printed at, like, a Staples, then I want to hand them something that is done. But, too, I think with the design we've picked for our invites, it's less difficult. It's not as intricate as the Save the Dates were Hmm. because there was a lot of color in the Save the Date. 
and that's one of the main concerns in printing is you don't want your color to, to be off. Yeah. So I think that since we're doing a black and white invite, I think we'll have less, at least me personally, I'll have less of a concern that the printing is going to come out looking strange since it is a black and white piece. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. That's as much as we know about uh, Save the Dates and Invites. Mandy, any, any parting thoughts? Any more hot takes? Well, if anyone has any questions about do-it-yourself... I would encourage them to go ahead and leave comments, and oh, we can answer them to the best of our knowledge. Yeah, like I say, if you've got advice, uh, again, always appreciate horror stories. Uh, always appreciate nice stories, too. Uh, or uh, questions, feel free. Uh, you can join us on our Facebook group. It's Let's Plan a Wedding. Um and uh, yeah, leave your comments, leave your questions, leave your stories. Uh, it's got a got a pretty good group going now. Uh, if you don't use Facebook, uh, you can email us at let's plan a wedding pod at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to uh, rate and review this podcast at least if you like what you're hearing. If you don't like what you're hearing, you can just keep that to yourself. There's no reason to. but yeah. Take, I want to hear it. T- take, take, take a few minutes uh, on iTunes and, and throw us throw us a, uh, that five-star rating. Write a review. It, it helps other people find the podcast. And we'll make sure that we get that link up for that website. So if you are looking into a do-it-yourself project, you can check this place out. Yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'll say even if for whatever reason we decide to not go through them, uh, it's a great website. Even if you're not doing wedding invites. Yeah, just, just for, really anything. They have a wide variety of supplies and a lot of stuff that you don't realize you need mm-hmm. until you're doing it. <laughs> so definitely check them out if you're looking for a do-it-yourself. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'll uh, leave that, uh, that link in the show notes. And uh, with that, uh, this has been Let's Plan a Wedding. I've been Dave. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone.